Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Treeblosser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world. People sharing ways to improve your life. And Jonah, today our special guest is a fellow Rotarian, Brian Mayer. The Honorable. And... He happens to be the mayor of Walden. <laughs> Is that what you wanted the listeners to know? Yes. Okay. He's the mayor of Walden, and he's young, by the way. He's very young. Younger than you. Younger than springtime. Than everybody I'm is. Not... And right. <laughs> we'll be discussing Honor Flight, which is the initiative bringing World War veterans, World War II veterans, um, to the memorial in Washington, D.C. And that sounds like a really wonderful thing to Good do. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. How are you guys doing today? Mr. Mayor Meyer. Well, I'm doing yes. fine. We'll ha- we need to take Jonah's temperature, though. Oh, yes, no problem. Right. <laughs> so, uh, Brian, uh, what is the Honor Flight? All right. Well... Hudson Valley Honor Flight is a organization which takes World War II veterans down to the World War II Memorial, and uh, basically we give an all-inclusive flight at no charge to the veterans uh, down to World War II, but it's not just the flight. We have many different uh, things that go on throughout the day, including a send-off from Stewart Airport. So we have a meetup location at ShopRite in Montgomery in mm-hmm. Orange County. Right. From there, they get an escort from Rolling Thunder, almost 100 bikes from Rolling Thunder, state what police. What is Rolling Thunder? It's basically a veterans organization, a motorcycle club oh, gotcha. that honors veterans. Okay. And uh, they actually- So they escort them to the airport. They, along with state police, county sheriffs, town police, uh, we had two it's Humvees. A it's a massive parade. We actually had the Valesgate Fire Company take one of their ladder trucks and have a massive flag waiting oh, for them as they fabulous. came by as they were entering Stewart. So they come with this massive Massive entourage to Stewart, and then when they get there, there's hundreds of people waiting with American flags, cheering them on, young kids, men, women, children, and uh, they get off the bus and they're received like heroes. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of them, the it's returning the returning heroes home. Exactly. And that's but- what you're trying, I think... That's what it should feel like. You're trying to make it feel that way. Well, absolutely. And for a lot of these veterans, it's the return they never got. Oh. A lot of them didn't even have a bus ticket to get home. Is that right? Yes. In fact, one veteran told me a story, 87 years old. When he got out of the the, the war, uh-huh. he didn't even have a bus ticket. He had to actually get a ride with the milk truck guy up so to Philadelphia. Basically, the milkman was like, thank you for fighting for, uh, our, for our freedom. I'll yeah. give you a ride on my milk truck. Well, you know, this is a wonderful thank you for these uh, aging veterans. And as you say, they're probably mostly in their 80s and 90s by now. Well, if they for, lied about their age. Because it's World War Two, Yeah. Right. If they lied about their age, they're 85. Uh-huh. Wow. To fight Meaning to lied about it younger than they should have been. Because they wanted to, to fight. enlist. Yep. My, so un- this my is... uncle did that. He it... lied about his age and got in at age 16, ended up uh, yep. being shot up pretty bad in the Battle of the Bulge, oh. yeah. and uh, he is still with us, and he listens wow. on the podcast once in a while, so I'm going to say, hi, Uncle Al, how are you? Well, I hope he listens to the show, because be sure I think does. it's very meaningful. Now, this is something, this is an annual flight, is well, it not? Or? We actually have been successful enough and have so much support that we have the ability to have two flights per year. Oh, my. And to tell you how much goes into that, we are 100% fundraising, and it costs, after the, all the costs for the flight, about 50000 per flight. So tell Tell somebody, tell our listeners if they wanted to contribute, because you do accept donations from the public sector. How would they do that? Where would they get in touch with you, You, uh, you, Bill, Brian? You can easily go on our website, which is HV, as in Hudson Valley, Honor Flight. 
www.hvhonorflight.com. So www.hvhonorflight.com, and, and that will give you the information you need. And so, folks at home, get a pencil and paper, because we're going to have uh, the mayor, the Honorable Brian Marr, uh, repeat that uh, little bit of information in the second half of the show. And so, I have yeah. a really quick question. When Getting back to the age, um, uh, obviously some of these uh, veterans would be unable to travel by themselves. I mean, Absolutely. do you make arrangements for them to have escorts, or do you are you all the escorts? Or tell us how that works. Sure thing. Well, we absolutely have escorts. We call them guardians, and online you can fill out a guardian application, and there is a fee to that. It helps us subsidize the cause of the flight. So it's $400 to be a guardian, and we have actually a waiting list at this point, so we have so many people that want to go, and that pretty much helps pay for a good portion of the flight, and then we fundraise to pay for all the other things. But we have most likely a two-to-one ratio, so you have for every two veterans, one guardian. And you need that because some of these veterans are ambulatory, and a lot of them have to have someone with them at all times. Do you have to have a previous relationship with a veteran, or may you apply and to be a... grandchild? Yeah. We give preference to family members who want to go on the trip as guardians, but you can just sign up as a guardian and get on our waiting list. I can imagine that as a guardian Mm. sitting there and hearing some wonderful stories about their experiences during the Second World War. But uh, tell you what, Walden Mayer and Rotarian, uh, Brian Marr, uh, talking to us about the Hudson Valley Honor Flight, bringing World War II veterans down to the beautiful and moving uh, Washington, D.C. World War II Memorial. Um, Take it from the top. Sure. We have somebody listening today who is a veteran, or perhaps the son or, or daughter or grandchild of a veteran. Yeah. How do they get their veteran in the program, and what is the day like from the start right to the finish? Well, you start at ShopRite in Montgomery. That's our meeting point at 7 a.m. Right. You get there. You sign up. Two weeks previous, we actually have a meet and greet where we pair up the guardians and the veterans so that they can get to know each other a little bit so that on flight day, it's not all you know craziness. Who's my veteran? Who's my guardian? Two weeks previous, you have a meet and greet. So you get there at 7 a.m. on flight day. You sign in. You match yourselves up with the guardians who you've already met, and then you get on three buses. The three buses buses are escorted by our massive escort of Rolling Thunder and our local service agencies. Then you get the steward at about 8, 8, 15 a.m. You roll in to hundreds of people, waving American flags, welcoming you, greeting you, and you get you know, hustled right in there to the uh, commercial hangar where the baggage claim is, and we have chairs set up for the veterans and hundreds of people surrounding them. We have a live band playing, and then we have a send-off ceremony at 8.30 a.m. And do they take a military flight or a commercial flight? We take a, we actually take a chartered flight. This okay. is our own flight right. so that we take. It's, it's leaving from Stewart Airport, the civilian airport, not the Air Force Base. Correct. It's the civilian airport, and that's where the send-off ceremony is, where we invite the public. And at that point, we have a nice send-off ceremony. Uh, Senator Larkin, who I actually work for, that's my full-time job, working for Senator Bill Larkin, who also is a World War II veteran. Right. And he went on our first flight, said a few words to them. Uh, Colonel Gagno, who heads up Stewart Air Force Base, also mm-hmm. said a few words. And uh, I said some words, and uh, Andy Kamanchek, who is the chairman of the Purple Heart Hall of Honor, Inc., um, is actually a big part of our committee and says a few words as well. And then we have an individual from Leatherstocking Honor Flight. When we first started Honor Flight, we basically found out there were other hubs in the area upstate, so we asked him to come down, and we basically copy and pasted what he did aside from reinventing the wheel. Mm -hmm. This was his 20th flight, so he has a great perspective, and he has some moving words for the veterans that really, really, uh, they appreciate. How did you get involved with this as being one of the youngest mayors in, in in the region? Well, 
as mayor, you get all kinds of phone calls. You get uh-huh. all kinds of inquiries from, hey, my basement's flooded. Can you help me? Um, hey, I don't like the color of the grass. Uh, why did your code enforcement officer give me a notice that my grass is too long? And hey, I want to send World War II veterans down to the World War II Memorial. Mm-hmm. How can you help me do that? And that was a friend of mine, Steve Nicoli, another young person, a couple years older than me. And uh, we grew up together and he had this idea and he gave me some numbers. He said, over 1,000 World War II veterans die every day. We have less than 10% left with us. And the memorial, which was built in their honor, was erected in 2004. Mm. So, so how many have actually seen that? Very few. Mm-hmm. That Well, a good amount, but not enough. Not I enough. Would say. My, uh-huh. my mom and dad, who were both World War II veterans, yes, my mother wore army shoes, did not live to see that, but my father-in-law did. And I, I was very grateful that he was able to do that. Uh, so, Mayor of Walden, Brian Marr, who was talking to us about Honor Flight, um, I know you said you got you responded to a phone call from a constituent, but you must have veterans in your family. Sure. Have, oh, they, well, ha- have they had a chance to go down and see it? Well, I don't have World War II veterans in my oh, family. Okay. Uh, my brother-in-law graduated from West Point, and uh, as a young person, I've always been part of that military family. Right. Uh, once that he married, he basically graduated from West Point, married my sister, and since then, I've considered myself part of a, a military, military family. family. You know, he's gone over to Afghanistan three times, and every time he's over the, there as a, a family member, as a brother, uh, you feel that. You know, and it makes you appreciate the service and what they're doing. Absolutely, for us. absolutely. Getting back to what you were saying, right? Um, so. Steve Nicoli, the co-founder of Honor Flight, came to me, and he gave me these statistics, and it created a sense of urgency, because we're losing them. We, uh, you know, in a few years, we are not going to have as many left to make trips like these. So again, give the contact information for people who want to find more out about this program, um, may want to contribute monetarily to this program, or volunteer in some way, or are interested in becoming a guardian. No Ryan. problem. You have the website, HV. Honor Flight, which is uh, HV is in Hudson Valley, Honor Flight, H-O-N-O-R-F-L-I-G-H-T dot com, www.hvhonorflight.com. And we're going to find out more about the Honor Flight and the wonderful program of bringing World War II vets down to the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C., from our special guest, Mayor of the Village of Walden and Rotarian Brian Marr, in just a moment. But first, let's remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org, including in Dorchester, England, where Justine McGinnis is one of our faithful listeners at the Dorchester, England Rotary Club. My name is Jonah Trebois, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell. And Sarah, who brings us Radio Rotary this week? Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored this week by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the Rotary Clubs of Highland, Hyde Park, Kinderhook Tri-Village, Millbrook, Nanuet, Newburgh, New Paltz, and Patterson. And we'll be back with more Radio Rotary after these important messages. This tree was never chopped down because this crutch never needed to be carved because these legs never grew weak because this child never got polio over the past 20 years rotary club members have helped immunize over 2 billion children against polio now we're on the brink of eradicating this crippling disease once and for all but we need your help thanks to an historic matching grant from the bill and melinda gates foundation Every dollar Rotary raises will work twice as hard to make sure vaccines reach the people who need it. 
to protect the children of the world against polio forever. This is an opportunity to end polio now. Visit rotary.org slash end polio. Rotary. Humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, CPAPC, is a full-service accounting, tax, and business consulting firm. JGS specializes in business succession planning, including ownership transition, management transition, as well as family and non-family transitions. The JGS staff works alongside you to solve the problems of your specific business or personal situation. JGS is conveniently located on Route 211 in Middletown, New York. To learn more, please contact JGS at 845-692-9500 or visit them on the web at www.jgspc.com. Juddelson, Giordano, and Siegel, your essential partner in business. Are you a Word with Friends geek or just an old-fashioned Scrabble fan? Either way, the Kingston Rotary invites you to a night of fun and friendly Scrabble on Tuesday, June 4th at 5.30 at the Ulster County Community Action Building, 70 Lindsay Avenue off Delaware Avenue in Kingston. $15 admission includes beverage and snacks. To register, call 845-331-6837. That's 845-331-6837. Or go to ulsterliteracy.com. So save the date for Scrabble Fun Night, Tuesday, June 4th at Ulster County Community Action in Kingston. Welcome back to this edition of Radio Rotary. I am Sarah O'Connell, your co-host, and I'm joined by my honorable co-host, Jonah Trebowasser. Hi. And we are chatting with Brian Mayer, who is a fellow Rotarian of the Walden Club, and you're also the mayor of Walden. So you're not, you are another honorable. Uh uh, that is a title, yes. Yes. And he's doing something very honorable with Honor Flight. Um, Brian, just for those who may have tuned in late, tell us again what Honor Flight is. Honor Flight is an organization. Uh, it's part of a national hub, and we have our local hub in the Hudson Valley. We take World War II veterans down to the World War II Memorial to see the memorials uh, that were erected in their honor. We start out at the World War II Memorial. We make our way to Arlington Cemetery to witness the changing of the guard at the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. We also visit uh, the Iwo Jima Memorial because many of our veterans fought in that battle. In the Pacific Theater. A- absolutely. And then we have a great sit-down dinner. We're actually this year, we had the former chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Peter Pace, General Peter Pace, meet our veterans, say a few words to them, and then uh, we do something really special, actually, on the tr- on the plane ride back to Stewart from D.C. We have something called a mail call, where we have the family members of the veterans write letters to them. Oh, so it reinvents sweet? the experience of having mail right. call, which is one of the most special parts of our trip. So at the end of the trip, they think it's over. They think they're going home, and, and that's it. They get this great surprise. And we had one veteran receive over 300 pieces of mail. So wow. we only gave him a few on the plane. And <laughs> when he got off, he had this huge bundle of mail. Mm. I can imagine that this must be a very emotional day for our veterans who are looking back uh, some of them 65, 70 years to their uh, adventures in uh, the war uh, as young men and young women. And um, tell us a few stories about what some of these veterans have told you at the end of that day, a very special day when you bring them down to the World War II Memorial in Washington, D.C., which, if, folks, if you haven't been there, you should go. It is a beautiful and a touching uh, memorial to what Tom Brokaw, our broadcast colleague, called the greatest generation. 
So t- tell us about some of the stories, Brian. Uh, I would reiterate that I believe that is the greatest generation, and I've learned so much from just being around them and, and hearing their stories. And one such story from this trip was from a Pearl Harbor survivor. He was there. He was 19 years old, and it, it gets really touching because what he says um, – you know, it's just awe-inspiring. He speaks to being there as the attack was coming in and seeing one of the kamikaze pilots and being so close that he looked in their eyes. Mm. And, wow. how, and how he is telling me this story, his eyes are tearing up, my eyes are tearing up. Right. And then you totally lose it when he says, I have never said that in my whole life till right now. You know, it's funny you should say that because uh, the veterans didn't tell their kids like i'm the, i'm the child of a world war ii veteran of two world war ii veterans my mother was in the women's army corps my father flew over 30 missions in germany and it wasn't until very late in his life um well into his uh, 70s when he started to talk about his adventures in the war he never talked about it and i'm talking 30 missions yeah. over germany you know where where the average life expectancy of a bombardier and a plane crew was four or five missions um have you ever had uh, two veterans get on the plane and say bill Jerry? And they haven't seen each other in 50 years? Yeah, yes. That kind of, oh, tell us about that. We do. We saw it. In fact, wow. one, of the, one of the most interesting was as they were getting off the plane to get back into Stewart, when the day was over, they just ran into each other. And uh, it was a conversation I was having with one of my veterans of where he went to high school. And the veteran stopped in the aisle, looked at him, and said, Bill Johnson. And the other guy said his name. And Wow. I wish we saw each other earlier in the day or a few weeks ago, but they, they met, they spoke a little bit, and 50, 60 years, they hadn't wow. seen them. And, you know, one thing that I would just reiterate again is these guys, you know, they don't open up unless they have that comfort zone of being around right. another veteran who went and saw and felt and smelt what they did. The same experience, a shared experience. Absolutely. Now, I mentioned that my mother uh, wore Army boots. She was in the Women's Army Corps. In fact, she was on Armed Forces Radio, the first of three generations of tree bosses on radio. Uh, have you had uh, female veterans, nurses, and other people like that from the Women's Army Corps take the flight? We had our first female veteran on this flight. Her name was Jean. And uh, she worked at uh, one of the air defense um, air- airports that, mm-hmm. that we that many of the planes took off from. And she didn't see a lot of the action, but she was very proud uh, to, to be, you know, serving in the Navy. And her husband, actually, that she married, also served in the war in the Navy. They ended up having four kids together. But hearing her stories and having her on the trip was very, very special because people uh, really sometimes forget all the sacrifices, not just women who were in the military, but the women who stayed at home really made. And we were able to shed light on that throughout our trip because of her being there. Again, for our listeners who may have just joined us, we are talking to Rotarian Brian Mayer, who's also the mayor of Walden. Um, and he is discussing Honor Flight, which is the initiative of bringing World War vets, World War II veterans, to see the memorial in Washington, D.C. and have a wonderful shared experience leaving um, from our local area in Dutchess County, flying out for the day. Um, And Brian, again, the contact information, if somebody would like to get in touch. You can easily go to our website, which is www.hvhonorflight.com. 
com, And at that point, you can find out how to volunteer our upcoming events, our next flight, which is September 21st, 2013, this year. And uh, pretty much anything you need, you can, you can find at their website. And uh, we appreciate you guys stopping by. So, Brian, let's find out a little bit more about you. You are mayor of the village of Walden. How long have you been the mayor? Uh, four years now. I was just reelected in March to my third term and uh, ran the last two re-election campaigns on a post. And you became mayor at 23. What was that like? Oh, it was interesting. Um, <laughs> when I was in college, I played basketball. I was on scholarship uh, right. playing basketball. I ended up getting hurt. And at that point, I said, well, I'm not going to play in the NBA, I guess, so let me figure out what my backup plan is. Mm-hmm. And I started reapplying myself to school, figuring out what I was interested in. And I always loved people. I always loved service. I started out working at, at nonprofit organizations, interning for nonprofits. And the first time I ever went up to Albany or D.C. and uh, lobbied elected officials, you know, for issues important to the nonprofit, at that moment I knew that I wanted to aspire to be an elected official as opposed to working for a nonprofit. And I was 21 years old at the time. I continued my school, came back home, and uh, things happened the way they did. At 23 years old, I was uh, asked to look into possibly running for mayor of the village of Walden. It was already a two-way contested race. Um, I ended up running. I ended up getting 375 votes. The other two got 295 each, and that took about a 10-week period. Went door-to-door, convinced people told him I would not have every experience. My experiences are not all-encompassing, that I would uh, you know, need help, but I would ask for it, that when I was wrong, I would not dig myself a deeper hole, that I would admit I was wrong and learn from it. And uh, people liked hearing that, and I've stuck to those words, and that's why two elections later I've had not had an opponent, and we've been getting a lot of great stuff done in Walden. Well, Brian Marr, I, I tell you, you have a wonderful uh, commitment to service, public service as mayor of the village of Walden, service to uh, the greatest generation as chair of the Honor Flight, bringing our World War II vets down to the World War II Memorial and treating them to a day around Washington, D.C. And you're also a Rotarian, which, yes. of course, our Rotary Clubs are talking of always about service above self. What got you interested in Rotary? Well, once I got elected mayor, uh, a Walden Rotarian came to me and invited me to a meeting. Uh-huh. And that's how it starts. Once I got no to the kidding. first meeting, yeah, once <laughs> once I got to the first meeting, uh, I loved uh, the 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 fact that most of the business owners and community leaders belong to Rotary. I wanted to get to know them better. I wanted to be able to work with them as mayor, and that was uh, basically the impetus of, of me getting involved in Rotary. And once I did, I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with the service above self model, um, all the things that, that we do with Rotary International. And then I, I really took uh, my specific role into the Interact Club. So I work with the high school Interact Clubs right. and get them involved uh, working with uh, the local Rotary Club. And we've been able to do a lot of great things together, and uh, I've actually recruited several Rotary members myself to be Rotary members, which is a, a very rewarding experience. Let's get back, Tris, for a couple of minutes that we have left on the air to the Honor Flight uh, program that you're the chair of. Um, these World War II vets, as you said, were losing 1,000 a day uh, as they joined their comrades, uh, you know, in the great beyond. And um, to tell the folks at home who may have a parent or a grandparent who's a World War II vet and are a little afraid that Pop uh, can't make such a strenuous flight, tell them about the support system you've got. And, and we have really just about a minute. We have a massive support system. Everywhere they go, uh, they have plenty of water, full meals, snacks along the way, 
wheelchairs, accessibility for those wheelchairs, people at every turn thanking them for their service and taking care of them, asking them what else they need. Uh, for that day, we are as much a family to them as, as they can have without having their family there. And uh, we're dedicate ourselves to make that day very special and very accommodating for them. And one more time, let's have the website. www.hvhonorflight.com. Mayor Brian Marr of the Village of Walden, outstanding Rotarian and chairman of the Hudson Valley Honor Flight, thank you so much for everything you do for World War II vets, and thank you for joining us on Radio Rotary. No problem. Thanks for having me. And Sarah, who keeps us in clover... In flight on Radio Rotary this week. (laughs) Well, Jonah, Radio Rotary is brought to us this week by Rotary International, Rotary District 7210, and the clubs of Pleasant Valley, Poughkeepsie, Arlington, Red Hook, Rhinebeck, Southern Ulster, and Wall Kill East. And in the immortal words of General Patton, God, I love it so. (laughs) For Sarah O'Connell, my co-host, my producer, Betty Renner, our engineer, the wizard of the board, Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Trebois, thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org.